All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the start of something new, a DCOM podcast. I'm your host, Jake. And with me, as always, is my co-host, host, who I believe is from planet Earth. Hey. And this is the podcast in which we review every single Disney Channel original movie in chronological order, all the way from Under Wraps to Zombies 3. In this episode 18, in which we will be discussing the 2000 Disney Channel original movie, Stepsister from Planet Weird. And oh my gosh, guys, let me just say, we are super excited for this episode because as two Earthlings, we realize we don't really have full authority to say things about Planet Weird. So joining us is two Planet Weird members themselves, Juan and Sarah. No. Or now. Or now, we're here, we're here. Thank you for having You're us. You're here. You guys are here. You're in your bubble form, obviously, because that is your true form. No, I'm corporeal. I haven't fallen into the sink yet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yes, guys, Juan and Sarah from Podcast from Planet Weird are here to discuss this movie. If you guys want to do a little introduction to yourself for our listeners who may not know who you are. Oh, wow. <laughs> what is there to say, Juan? What, um, nothing. We're people, we live in places, and we do things, and that's anyone, that's what anyone needs to know. Yeah, we too have a decom podcast turned- Not really anymore. Turned <laughs> other movies podcast, because we've talked about, like, all the decoms, but we we named our our podcast after after this one, uh, this decom. Why? Because uh, everything else was taken. All the other cool names for Decom Podcasts were taken at the time. So we took this one. What were we going to call ourselves? Under the podcast? No, remember? I was like, I was like, oh my god, what if we called ourselves Zetus the Podcast? And then I found out that that existed. Aren't they? And they're from this state. They're from our yeah, state of Zach, Arizona. He, yeah. At the time, it was like him. There was like, oh, like a couple of Decom Podcasts, and, and that was one of them. And I said, god damn it. You should have done it anyway. Started beef with them. Started drama. But yeah. Too long. Are are y'all doing them in order? Like, are y'all going, oh shit. Okay. That is an interesting way to do it, to like see how the development yeah the development the evolution how they just all kind of became musicals now not i wouldn't say garbage some are still good but Okay, were both of you like, what DCOMs had you seen before this, Catherine? Like, 
before starting this podcast. Who did it? Yeah. <laughs> the final jam, you would say. bounce off of that because me and Kate we're technically only a year apart in age difference because right now we're currently both this are we both currently the same age right now no we're not we're going to be at the end of this month because I will be yeah so we're only a year apart in age but basically I also grew up in that generation like um, we were the target demographic for High School Musical when it came out and we got to see it just become just the whole linchpin of cultural society that it has become and then yeah Camp Rock um, Cheetah Girls I did catch a few of the earlier ones. Like, I knew about um, 13th Year and Xenon. Uh, Kate actually has never seen any of the Xenons, so she's watching them now. Leaving the chat. (laughs) Well, yeah, I feel like, uh, like, after High School Musical, they definitely started, like, focusing on that kind of decom like they stopped airing stepsister from planet weird and they started airing yeah like high school musical camp rock and stuff they knew their their audience by that time they knew it yeah yeah their target demographic was just kids wanting to be stars that was it yeah listen like we we watched hannah montana we were like this is going to be us one day and now here we are at age 23 and we're like that's not us mine since you're drinking water one uh mine is uh water i I assume it's water i just wanted people to know it's it's water um my favorite uh has always been phantom of the megaplex just because i was like when i was little uh like I, I was like really into movies and I wanted to be a director and I saw that movie and I was like, I want to work at a movie theater and all this stuff. So and you I don't think that's none of that. Yeah, exactly. But I don't think that's like the best one or anything, but that's one that's very, very near and dear in my heart. Mine. Sorry, go on. Oh, mine, ironically enough, is under wraps. <laughs> yeah. And we I, watched that one together, and we were like, what is this? Because we'd never seen it, and we're like, it's the first decom, and we're watching it, and like, what? I, I, yeah. No, 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 you did No, I love a good Halloween-centered, like, decom, and I think that one just does it really well. It reminds me of Hocus Pocus in a bit. I was going to say, I 
You were writing an essay before this. You're like, I'm getting out of that mindset. Yeah. Speaking of Under Wraps, actually, we do have a little bit of decom news, everyone. They released a little first look at the remake for Under Wraps. So, you know, they just revealed it wasn't really like a sneak peek like to a scene of the movie. It was just the cast showing, you know, filming happening. And as I'm watching it, I'm kind of just like, I'm really like, I don't want to hate it just because it's a remake, but I'm also just being like, how much of the original is going to be just cut out of this? Like, how much of the original are we not going to get? Well, I was talking to my partner, Ryan, about this, and it's like, you sometimes just, he pointed out, like, sometimes you just can't touch things. Like, you can't remake something because it's, it's too good of what it is at the time. So, like, Under Wraps was, like, gritty. It had a gun. <laughs> um, someone almost shot a child. A grown man almost shoots a child. Like, it's, it's, I don't know how, I don't want to hate it either, but I know I am. <laughs> but I'm also, I'm also going to give it a shot. Well, it's, it's like the Freaky Friday thing. Like, you guys haven't gotten there oh yet, God. but wait for Freaky Friday. Like, no, but I've seen it. You know, it's one I of these. I see that one. It's a, mon- it's a Monet Kate, exchange. No. I think f- the song Oh Biology from Freaky Friday slaps, and I'll say that on record. I think I didn't add that one, but I added the opening song, the Just One Day, to my yeah, decomplete yeah. list. But it's from the stage version, not the decom version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know how it's going to be, and uh, I'll give it a shot, but I'm not going to say whether or not I'm supporting it or not. I'm like, I'm going to watch it. It's also like the no CGI thing. Like I love practical effects, oh, and like yeah. that zombie was all practical. And it was so a mummy. It was a yeah. Someone took a, a corpse and wrapped it in some toilet paper and walked it around. Um, yeah, you said zombie though. Oh, I did what now? <laughs> you said zombie. <laughs> That's the wrong movie. Sorry, thinking about the third one. Thinking about aliens. Um, yeah, there's gonna be aliens in that third one. <laughs> it's all full circle. We think. Yeah, Paul Hohen probably saw Stepsister from Planet Weird recently. Maybe he watched it and was like, you know what this third one needs? Cyclical. Bubbles. She needs this girl to think that she's an alien now. Truly. This. Oh, sorry. No, no, you go. 
Oh, I was just going to say that this Weichel has a culture crisis and she wants to be something that she's not. She did. She legit wore that werewolf outfit for like the whole last half of the second movie. She thought. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we are spoiling Kate. I'm sorry. Well, I told you there's werewolves in the second one. It's a it's an experience. And I also said that with the descendants because you hadn't seen any of those either. It's okay. Some of them are bad too. I think you don't need to watch that. I think most adults that aren't running decom podcasts haven't seen those movies, so it's okay. No, that's it's because we're all just like focused on decoms. We're like, well, you haven't seen Descendants yet? <laughs> I was actually color- coloring. Book. Yeah, I was coloring this this morning. What the fuck are you coloring that with? Just some Crayola markers. Oh my god! It's, it's pop. This is art, one. This is pop art. <laughs> this is art pop. This is art pop. Um, all I'll say about Under Wraps is the the new one is if I've learned anything from Descendants and Zombies, it's that me personally. I I tend to see things and go that looks like trash and then I end up loving it. Um and under wraps like at least like it's a remake that like you know it's having it has like people of color in it. Like I feel like if they're going to remake it it should be like diverse. It should have like queer characters although Disney never does. But so it's not like for nothing. Um and to me like for the people I know on Twitter again people were getting upset about it and it's like you don't you know you don't have to get angry about this children's movie on Twitter, right? Like you can just not say anything, but you can just not watch it. Yeah, you just, you just don't not. have to watch it, but people it's, are like, "What are they doing?" It's basically just the the Kim Possible decom all over again. Yeah. <laughs> The only thing bad about High School Musical, the musical, the series, is the title. That long-ass, repetitive title within a title within a title. HSM, TMTS. TMTS, yeah. I love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. (laughs) Yeah, they're going to be in season two, didn't you know? Perfect. The full CGI ones. Bring back uh, Megan oh, Fox. Yes, Megan Fox, please. She's going to be in it. It's going to be great. All right. So that's our decom news. So I guess now you guys just want to get into Stepsister from Planet Weird? Boy, do I. Blow that bubble. I have my Let's notes. Let's do it. I took a few notes. I also have notes, but they're on my phone. 
I'm taking notes on my phone. I'm a modern. I'm a tech girl. I'm a tech girl. Oh my god! You're using your uh, what are those? What were those like old toys that like were for like girls, but it's like secret oh, journal, like password journal and stuff. <laughs> you right, wrote a password journal. Were, like, the brother who couldn't get in. He's like, yeah. oh man. You wrote in your password journal. That's what you wrote on. I did. All right. So here we go. Stepsister from Planet Weird. Okay, so Stepsister from Planet Weird is a Disney Channel original movie. It was originally released on June 17th, 2000. Ooh, the 21st anniversary coming up soon. I can't believe that. That's wild. Reunion. They should have a reunion. <laughs> they should. Do it. Give us... Courtney Draper's so, still hot, and that's all I'll say. I yeah, we follow her on our Instagram, on our podcast Instagram. Yeah, same. We follow all the old decom stars. We're like, hi, we're here now. <laughs> but yes, um, it's directed by Steve Boyum, who also directed Johnny Tsunami, which Kate we've seen already, and you like that one. Yeah, also <laughs> that's did. all she <laughs> says. Yeah, that's all she says. So you felt attacked as a skier. <laughs> who's who snowboards? Like who does that? The skaters. Wait, I can't remember. Ryan, do you snowboard or <laughs> ski? Do you snowboard or are you a skier? Ski. Had to confirm. Let's be real. Statement. She's coming out here making a statement. We're throwing down some strong words right now. Canceled. <laughs> that's your statement all right um, so he did, yeah, he did Johnny Tsunami, and he also did this movie, and he did Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, which we are also going to be watching very soon, because it's also from 2000, and then he also did Motocross, and I think that's the last decom he ever directed. Oh, some hits. He really came out that go, gate Steve. and swung. Yeah. He came in and said, I'll make some good movies, and I'm gonna dip, and then he said bye. Yeah, that's how you do it. No flops. That's how you, no flops. So as far as our cast goes, we have Courtney Draper as Megan Larson. Kate, do you remember Courtney Draper? Where is she from? Um, yeah, um, she was also the love interest in 13th Year. <laughs> she said, I'll kiss you. Then they have the static, and she says, maybe on your next birthday. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, so Courtney Draper is Megan Larson. We have Tam Tamara Hope as Ariel Cola. I don't know why I didn't think her last name would be Cola either, but it is. I uh, got Lance Guest as Cosmo Cola. Got some good um, alliteration there. Uh, Christine, how do you say that last name? Hodge? I guess. Sure, let's go with that. I apologize if I messed it up. As Cassie Larson. Also, can we talk about how she spells her first name, Christine? It's, yeah, it's K-H-R-Y-S-T-Y-N-E. Isn't okay. that the, the regular? <laughs> That's white. That's a white name. It's a white name. It's that, it's that meme with the chalkboard. It's on the chalkboard with, like, Abergoin yeah, or something. Yeah, the baby board, for sure. Yes. Um, we got Vanessa Lee Chester as uh, Mikey. That's Megan's, like, friend who's only in two scenes of this whole movie. Yeah, uh, Cecilia Spence, uh, Spenched, I don't know, that's a weird last name too, as Serena Sue, she's the neighbor who's, you know, the spiritual guide, you know, she's, <laughs> she, she is a choice, there's a choice to have her here. And we have Miles Jeffrey as Trevor Larson, that's the little brother, who's apparently just very obsessed with the men in black. Mm -hmm. And then in, in the Mom's Gonna Date with a Vampire, he's obsessed with vampires. Oh, he's always he's always got a new obsession. He's reading the he's reading that magazine. He's reading the Inquirer. What is he's it? Like I just Inquirer? learned about this. The Inquirer. He's Inquirer, reading National yes. Inquirer. Yes, he is. Um, we got uh, Henry. Oh God, all these last names. Fingus. I'm gonna assume that is Fenul. That's um Ariel's uh, boyfriend. Well, boyfriend for most of the movie, but we'll talk about that when we'll come to the end. Uh. Tyriel Mora as Savage, who's the bad guy who, like, all these recent decoms, the bad guy who doesn't show up for the last 10 minutes. Love and him. Last but not least, Kate, your favorite character, Tom Wright as Cutter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's a Renaissance wow. painting. What's, what check his Wikipedia? What has he been doing lately? I literally only yeah, know him from this and Xenon, uh, the sequel. Oh yeah, he's in that. All right. Yeah, you okay? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, that's right. This movie was also did. This movie was filmed in Australia, like Rip Girls. They found him on the side <laughs> of the road and said, "Hey, be in our movie." <laughs> Is that why he did the surfer bro voice? Because he was trying to hide his accent? Probably. But he did it really well, I thought. I thought I, he looks like he could talk like this all the time. Yeah. I yeah. believe it. So, so that's our director and cast. So before we get into our synopsis, 
Let's go over our history with this movie. Kate, you probably have the shortest one. Okay, I'll take I'll take the floor. Um, I knew this one existed. Um, I think I maybe saw snippets of it, but I never saw the full movie till just now. All I know is you know the bubbles and their aliens. So that's about all I know. I know the basis. There's bubbles and aliens. Yes, so that's mine. So it's my first full time watching the full movie. But all right, Juan and Sarah, what's your guys' history with Stepsister from Planet Weird? I mean, we I was a Kate. And I watched it for the first time when we did our episode. So, Kate, I know the feelings. It's fully, I don't know what's happening, and I'm going to go with it, but I don't like all of it. Um, uh, so, yeah, I watched it then. I watched it now. And I can say with a lot of confidence that I still don't care for it. It's good. It's a good movie for what it is, but I don't like what's his face i don't like the boy what's his name scratch oh cut <laughs> cutter cutter i hate cutter um but yeah that's my history with the movie we'll get we'll get more into my hate and my thoughts about this movie later but yeah i watched it one time with sarah at her house no we didn't watch these together <laughs> i'm lying um no this is just my second time watching it and yeah that's my history knew it knew never knew it existed either didn't know what the fuck it was until Sarah said, it's a movie. That's how I talk. Yeah, this was our uh, second episode. So, yeah, you would have watched it, one in 2017, because that's when we started. Um, and I, I saw this, I, I probably saw it, like, the year it came out. I would have been, like, five. And, I don't know, it was just always one of those that I knew of, and it seemed like, by the time I got to elementary school, people were like, what the fuck? Like, I've never heard of this. And I was like, okay, never mind. Because um, I had an older brother, so I would see some of those older ones a lot, older DCOMs, because he'd be watching them on the TV all the time. Um, never read the book. Hope to someday. I've been, oh, yeah, this is based on a book. Yeah, I've been meaning to read uh, the DCOM books, uh, you know, the Cheetah Girls and other ones, but just haven't gotten around to it. But... I've seen this one many a times, uh, and then obviously our podcast is named after it, and our artwork is us literally in a bubble, and people... Yeah, like the poster. Yeah, it's very niche, like, people probably see that and have no idea why we're in a bubble unless they know of this specific decom, but... Right. Yeah. Yeah. Did we manifest we... quarantine because we were in a bubble for for a while? <laughs> Perhaps. Really. Yeah, I know I, I did a lot of looking around to make sure we weren't going to take a name that was already taken. And I'm like, we, get, we should obviously have it be a reference to a decom, but which one? And then I ended on Start of Something New because, you know, it's the song that started the High School Musical franchise. Yeah, and that is much better than ours. <laughs> so... <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank also... You. If people have Instagram, but 
Also, if people don't know the movie, it's not that like strange for them to like not get the reference. So it's very it's very vague, I would say. Right. It's for the diehard fans, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's for those in the know. It's for those in the loop. But all right, let's get into this movie. So we open, we have Megan Larson. She's, you know, your fairly average 16-year-old girl. You know, she just, she loves to windsurf because, you know, every 16-year-old girl loves windsurfing. Didn't you love windsurfing when you were 16, Kate? All the surfing. Yeah, it's just so extreme. The air is so extreme. Extreme. Yeah, you have She's to be extreme. Games. She's on X game mode all the time. <laughs> She's not. Yeah, she loves windsurfing. Um, she has, you know, divorced parents. Let write that down. No dead parents, just divorced parents. We will get a dead parent later, but right, not right now. She's dreaming about. About her divorced parents and they're walking on water. Yeah. <laughs> they just they appear from the water like Jason Voorhees. Just... Will you be my girlfriend? <laughs> yes, Cutter. She's like Yeah, because this is a dream sequence. She's like she dreams that her parents are getting back together, that she's going to be Cutter's girlfriend, that uh, her, apparently her her little brother is not going to be, like, weird anymore. And then she's also like, and the popular girls are going to let me sit at their table. The plastic <laughs> have wakes arrived. Up. Yes. And she wakes up because it was all a dream. And she basically, what we learn is this whole movie is her writing in her diary. Because at different points, they'll just show her sitting at her desk being like, diary, this is what happened today. I guess it is, huh? I never thought about that. She's pulling a sex in the city, and that's all it is. Oh my god. She's pulling <laughs> yeah. a fairy diary. Is, yeah. Did anyone watch that? I don't know. I have. I should have seen it, but Yeah. But no, she gets up, and then she's just like, yep, yeah, my parents are divorced, my brother's weird, I'm not popular at school, oh well. And she goes down for breakfast... But that, but yeah, whose damn fault breakfast. is that? That she's not popular. Oh. Yeah, whose damn fault is that? But her own. It's her fault for lying about Jewel. Yes, she lied about being Jewel's cousin. Like honestly, I don't blame Margie from Xenon for being like, oh, yeah, you can't that was sit Margie. with us because you fucking lied to us about Jewel. Yeah, and she goes down for breakfast. And what does this mom? What does this mom serve her for breakfast? Oh, hold on. There's two conversations <laughs> happening. <laughs> Listen, we're free-forming this. She's she's the early decoms baddie. That's 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 her role. Yeah, she really was that bitch at the time. I think she's, she's like a. Didn't we say she's like a lawyer now or something? She's like mm-hmm. successful. She's making making money. Yeah, she has she's nothing making, to worry about. She's making boss bitch moves. Yeah. I just want to talk about what the mom serves them for breakfast, because what is this? This mom's actually kind of unhinged, really. 
Because she serves them soup and crackers for breakfast. Okay, but that was a read on me because sometimes I'll have soup for breakfast if it's leftovers. I was going to say, like, yes, I Off kilter. She's not like other girls. Yeah. Yeah. So then she basically, she's like, I don't remember last time me and my all my family were together. And then she goes, wait, yes, I do. Because we get a little flashback to them at the beach with their dad before the divorce. And there, um, three of them are going out and having fun in the water. And the dad takes like a seven hour phone call. Because he does yeah. not get off that this phone the whole time. This dad is actually awful. Yeah. This dad is terrible. This dad is neglectful. He's not even awful. He's like fully neglectful. Also, like a seven-hour phone call on a two thousand like cell phone. Like what? That shit would have been dead in thirty minutes. <laughs> like that would have been no. The battery life on that flip phone, I could not believe. No, it was wild. So then, I believe then she goes to school and we see her friend for like the one of two times she's in this movie. And basically, Megan's just like, you know, I want to be popular. I was popular for like a week because I said I was Jules' cousin, but then they found out I wasn't, so they kicked me out of the table. I hate when that happens. uh, Relatable. I mean, I've told Sarah this, but I fully lied to my friends and said that my grandpa was the founder and owner of Olive Garden. (laughs) Just because I love to lie. I love to throw little lies out there into the world and see what sticks. Yes, we learned that. We learned that last month about Juan. He loves lying. I love lying. I'm a liar. <laughs> yeah, fictional me just loved breadsticks and got him for life. And <laughs> guess what? No one caught on to it. No, no one, one said, caught on to it. No one said, get out of our table. Yeah, because you have to find, you have to lie in such a way that you'll never, they'll never figure it out. These girls can read Cosmo and find the truth about Jewel. Can't you just Google who the founder of Olive Garden is? You think these kids in elementary school were going to use their dial-up internet to Google that? (laughs) I didn't know it was elementary. I literally thought you were doing this five years ago. (laughs) At the start of ASU? Hey, guys. I didn't know it was that long ago. No, this was me, a child. Yes, a child. Yeah. This is um, also where Megan reassures us that she has a crush on Cutter. And my note just says, is his legal first name actually Cutter? Has this man, did this man continue to act after this movie? We just read his Wikipedia. Oh, that's right. The Renaissance painting. He's doing a movie with Joel Edgerton. I need you to listen. Make us look good, Juan. (laughs) (laughs) That's not going to happen. Yeah. Um. (laughs) That's school. So then we learn. Yeah. 
Then we learn that uh, Megan's mom owns a windsurfing shop. Just why not? She is a cool mom. She owns a windsurfing shop. She loves to windsurf. Is this is this set in Australia too? Like, we don't know. We don't know the setting. Tell us where this is. No, like, like, no, no, no. Beach town. What? It's in the U.S. It's not in the Yukon. We know that. It's probably California. Well, maybe it was just like a 90s, 2000s thing, but like, who windsurfs anymore? Who's doing it? People that think the air is extreme. Extreme. Extreme air. People who aren't afraid of the wind. Oh, yeah. He's so extreme. She loves those extreme boys that just... Yeah. Something tells me that Cutter... Y'all know that thing that... I don't know if you guys know about this. That competition where they roll a ball of cheese or a wheel of cheese down the mountain and people chase after it and a lot of people get hurt, but that's like the whole part of it. Cutter does that. Cutter's involved. Cutter's like, I travel just to this place. Sarah just sitting here like, what? (laughs) We're like, good for you guys. You know about the cheese. This is for us. This is for us. <laughs> I think Cutter, yeah, that might be like a nickname that he got from like doing some kind of extreme stunt. That's he cut not... himself on the cheese. <laughs> yeah, he probably got hurt and that was his nickname from then Cut- on. Cutter has brain damage. <laughs> he probably does. Severe but brain Megan damage. Megan loves him. Because like they talk when she's at the, sh- when she's working at the shop and he's, she's like, he's like, can I get some of them chips? And she's like, yeah, that's his other character point motivation she just really likes chips he's really into snacks i have some shrimp crackers right in front of me i still remember when our school cafeteria got baked chips instead of normal ones baked lays game changer it was like that's the cultural reset those are great I they do get like ha- they get a lot of hate, but I liked some baked lays. Okay, I don't like the shape of them. Okay, they're like hexagonal. Interesting. They're. I don't know if you guys have it out there. Probably not. I think Ike's is local. So there's a sandwich shop out here called Ike's. And there's these chips from New Orleans called Voodoo Chips. And those slap so hard. Yeah, I don't think we have that out here. Juan will mail you some. I will. I will. (laughs) Yes. You're welcome. I always just thought the chips thing was like him like having the munchies like... He was a stoner. Hi. I, I honestly thought everyone at that school except Megan was a stoner, honestly. Everyone's high. We also, everyone's high. Yeah, so we learned that uh, Megan's mom has been dating since the divorce and no one's stuck. We also see, I think basically Megan and Trevor basically kind of like scare off all of her dates. But then mom shows up and says, I've met this man because they're at the mall. Because, of course, they're at the mall. It's the 2000s. Gotta go to the mall. Because I met this man named Cosmo Cola. 
and you know we're really hitting it off and Megan's just like oh great a new boyfriend and let's talk about Cosmo Cola let's talk about this man my my question for everyone in the in the room <laughs> we're in the room now we're in room do you believe a man who actually acts like Cosmo Cola could exist in real life because I definitely think so yeah I think so I mean, Cosmo doesn't have to worry about anything. He's He's got mad diamond money. He's got blood diamond money. Yeah. Well, and this man dresses like, I don't know, like every, every like indie boy like these days wearing like a button up Hawaiian shirt and stuff. So it, it tracks. His, his wardrobe is nothing but Hawaiian shirts, really. Mm-hmm. He, he's full on like Gonzo from the Muppets. I've seen dads that look like him. Gonzo, my style icon. They exist. They exist. Yeah. So we only care about him for a little bit because uh, for a little bit we just get a little montage of the mom going on dates with Cosmo and coming home with different kind of gifts like balloons and a bubble maker. And I think Megan, this is when Megan asks, where is he from? And she said, like the Yukon. And she goes, no one lives there. And we get a shot of the Yukon. It just says population low. That, cut, that cutaway and like the the second one especially to Yukon population still low is one of the funniest things in the movie. When Sarah and I used to have when Sarah and I used to have our little soundboard thing on the podcast, I don't know if you still add those in because I don't listen to our episodes, but. Um, that was my favorite soundboard clip, was just the Yukon Wolf sound. No. Mm -mm. Truly. And then, so basically, after all these dates, we learn that Cosmo's coming over for dinner, and he's bringing his daughter, Ariel. So this is where we finally actually get to meet Cosmo Cola in the in the flesh. He shows up with just a bunch of like bottles of root beer, and Megan's immediately like, "Who is this man?" Well, because he, he he lifts her up. He just says, "Megan Larson, Megan Larson," and he picks her up. If if some man that I've never met just like picked me up and twirled me around, I'd be screaming. So that's me. That's <laughs> how we like, met. No. That's actually how me and Sarah met. I ran up to her and just grabbed her and spun her around. You spin her around like one of those science spinners, just. <laughs> he break danced on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so Megan's just like, oh, no. And also Trevor, he clocks it right away. He goes, are you a good alien or a bad alien? This kid knows. Yeah, this kid has like a mad He's got ESPN or something. Yeah, he's like the little boy from The Ring. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I just watched that the and... other night. Oh my gosh, okay. Yes. okay, we'll, we'll talk later about the ring. <laughs> we'll talk about the ring later. I got the ring. It's the Jimmy Neutron episode. I got the ring. What ring? Remember that? Y'all remember that one? Oh, when they're getting married. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So he has a daughter, Ariel. She's not coming in the house, so uh, Megan gets sent out to go find her. And Ariel is just underneath the car. She's like, I'm not moving i fear the wind girl this girl <laughs> this ariel i have 
I have some things to say about Ariel. She's in a flesh suit. She's not going to float away. I mean, sometimes the wind can get fairly scary, Sarah. Yeah, as no, a light I, person. I feel like I'm going to blow away all the time. <laughs> all right. Stan, all of a sudden, the movie just rewinds, like, literally, like, pulls a WandaVision, rewinds back to, like, the start. And we get to see Ariel's point of view as she writes in her diary, which is, like, her literally just doing, like, Scarlet Witch hand motions. <laughs> She's she like, said, dear diary. She's just voguing. She's really into voguing right now. She's really into voguing. It's 2000. It's great. So what we learn, they don't even try to hide this really with Ariel. They just straight up say, we're aliens. And we're from the planet Zircon? I don't remember. Zircon. Zircon. And then we get the flashback to Zircon. And it looks like some Windows background saver. Everything's like clear everything see-through Bruh, everyone's a bubble this looks like the sky city in uh star wars episode two like this is some star wars looking you know what i'm talking about right the An cloud Empire? city yeah oh i'm sorry you said episode two and that's actually episode five is the thing there but yeah i thought that they should they should have made like a little windows video game about Zircalon and and the war that was breaking out there. Yeah, they could like have sold at least five CD-ROMs. Truly. Yeah. Oh my god, plug and play. They should have been on the DisneyChannel.com website. It probably was. Let's be real. It probably was. Oh. Little platformer. So we learned that there was... <laughs> what is this? <laughs> We have to make it on CD-ROMs, exactly, though. No Switch cartridges. No, no, no. Only bootleg CD-ROMs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we learned that there was apparently just a whole revolution happening on this planet. And that Cosmo Cola is apparently a revolution leader. He's a freedom fighter. So the Emperor's not cool with that. So they're hunting them down. And we... We actually don't. We just straight up see the mom die. She gets popped right. Yeah, they screen. fucking pop that bubble. Pop that bubble. That's what we hear in the background. She says bye. That's so shitty. Also, like, how do these bubbles like make anything? They're bubbles. Yeah, how did these bubbles have a child? I, I need to know this. Just like blue, 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 like cells, like mitosis. I'll read the book and report back. Oh, thank there's you. Prob- there's probably a very detailed scene explaining that. Maybe it has some, yeah, some not safe book. for work scenes in there. Some diagrams. Yeah. Some <laughs> diagrams. It's actually a biology textbook. Nah, dude. It's one of those. Uh, it's a Captain Underpants. It has one of those flip pages. Oh my god! Where yes. You can see the motions like... happening. But really, like, think yeah. about how political this. This is uh, one of the most political decoms if you really think about it. This is a movie about refugees. This was Cosmo was a hero fighting against a dictatorship. Truly. So we basically learned that they're being persecuted for, I don't know why. They never explain why there's like revolution happening except for just the emperor's shitty. But yeah, mom dies. So Cosmo and Ariel escape to Earth. This is also where Ariel tells us about her boyfriend whose name I've already forgotten. Fanuel. 
Fenuel, yes. He was apparently also the son of the emperor, so she was dating the prince, I guess. Bruh, what the... Mm-mm. <laughs> How'd that happen? She's and a she's hot bubble. Like, she's, she's truly... She's just so round. Yeah, she's just like, listen, Fenuel, I missed you every day, and I want to contact you, but Dad says I can't. And she makes like a Romeo and Juliet reference, but it's like the the, the bubble version. She's like something and something. I just yeah, like love... star-crossed lovers, star-crossed bubbles. Sorry, hot cross buns. Um, I do have to say, I just love her when she goes, "I am grotesque." Yeah, she hates her human body. She's she... like, "I'm stuck in this bag of skin." She has body dysmorphia, and I think we need, we need to address that. I wrote she has depression. <laughs> She's ugly. <laughs> she How long she's have I ugly. been ugly? No, everyone she's else, ugly. everyone else thinks she's hot. But to her, everyone else thinks. Everyone else basically thinks she's like Zoe Deschanel in New Girl. She's just so quirky. Mm-hmm. Adorable, yeah. <laughs> You're not listening. So anyway, we have dinner. Ariel finally comes inside. And they're having hot dogs for dinner because I guess Cosmo really loves hot dogs. And he's just like stuffing all a bunch of stuff in his hot dog. And I'm like, dang. I love that. I love a packed hot dog. No beans. Never catch me with a chili dog in my life. No, too messy, right? But he put chips on it. That's a very, honestly, that's kind of that's yummy. I've done it. Delicious. Um, But uh, I love hot dogs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> After Juan just talked for five minutes about hot dogs. Yeah, like some light chips on top. It's delicious. Yeah, yeah. Little sprinkles. Little sprinkles of chips. I think about it's doing right. that sometimes on a sandwich. I'm like, what if I got a little crazy today and like put some potato chips like, on? What these? if I did that? Yeah. What if I did and then I just I don't. So, <laughs> but maybe someday. I used to. Okay, so I just I got a war a war flashback from high school. My friends and I's we 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 used to have sandwiches, right? Like, cause we didn't we weren't fancy. Arizona's not fancy like you guys with a sandwich bar. They said. This is what you get. Pick one or a PB&J and then get out. If you can even manage the time to get a, a meal, right? Um, but my friends and I would get like, sometimes they would do like a sweet roll sandwich, like, you know, like a potato bun. And we would put hot Cheetos in the sandwich. Oh, you're so bad. I'm just, I'm just so He's bad. so brave. <laughs> Braver Ooh. than the Marines. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Cosmocola. You really did this. Yeah, I don't think Ariel is revolutionary. I think her dad is. And also, think about, you know, if Ariel and Cutter, if, if they end up 
getting married down the line. What a match made in heaven for this father and, and the son-in-law. They both love chips. Oh my gosh, you know? you're right. It all works out. They're going to bond immediately. So they're having... What flavor chips you want? It truly is. So they're having dinner. Kind of going a little awkward because, you know, Ariel... Ariel's not even trying to hide the fact that she's an alien. She's just talking like... Like, I'm an alien. Her dad's trying, but she's like, no. She's like, I don't like food. I don't like... I don't think he does. Yeah, I don't think so. He just, he never tells. I think maybe at the after party, maybe Megan takes her mom aside. <laughs> at the after party, so he turns into a bubble. Yeah. This, these flesh bodies, does he have a dick? Okay. All right. <laughs> we have on. to ask, we have to ask, because if he doesn't, she's going to ask a question later and then she'll find out. She didn't marry him like, for his dick. She, she married, married him for, for his, his personality, cola. his Hawaiian shirts. Come on. His man. essence. Yes. But also, they straight up, the monster says, okay, this dinner isn't going great. Anyway, we're engaged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is the first time you're meeting this man. By the way, I'm marrying him. Lovely. She's like, whoop. Also, Aram, and this is like during dinner, Ariel goes to the bathroom and she turns into her bubble form because, you know, and they're, when they're in their bubble form, they like to chill in the sink, apparently. Mm-hmm. Just girly she comes things. Back out. Girly things. <laughs> just girly things. Chilling in the sink. And she comes back out just like soaking wet. And it's like, Megan's just like, what? I fell in the sink. And Megan's suspicious. Megan is, she's like, Ariel sus. She's doing some whack-ass shit. And then we also learn that Ariel's starting school the very next day. We never know. We never learn how long um, Cosmo and Ariel have been on Earth, but apparently she's just now starting school. I think just because yeah. she has to, like, maybe to keep up appearances with Cosmo and the, the mom. Well, they clearly just got there. Like, I don't think they've been on Earth for, like, a while. Like, Cosmo got to Earth and immediately tried to find a woman. No, he didn't. He tried to save her. She, he thought... Oh, that's right. That's how they met. Yeah, the wind was too extreme. <laughs> too extreme. Yeah, he just, like, jumps... Not even jumps. He just, like, walks into the water towards her. And it's like, what? And gives her yeah. candy. Yeah. She's, it's like, okay. You want this soggy candy? That's how candy. their love story well, it was in a tin, I think, so it should be all right. No. No. <laughs> anyway, so we go to school, and they're, they're riding their bikes to school like cool kids did. And Ariel's wearing, like, a football helmet. Her bike still has training wheels on it. And then she doesn't even stop. She just goes full. Like, she does, like, a whole flip over that. She had to show rack. the boys that she was extreme. She had to do it because the boys love it. They're like, oh, my God, Megan, who's your friend? She's, like, so cool. Everyone thinks she's so like, hot, so unique, so smart. Yeah. So quirky. She's not like other girls. Mm-mm. 
innovative, totally unique, never the same. Never been done before. Shit yeah. on it. Yeah. They <laughs> think she's a revolutionary, and I'm like, she is not Lemonade Mouth. She started fashion trends that I think are very questionable. She did. Because everyone asked, why are you wearing so many layers? And she's like, it's to protect my essence. And everyone like suddenly lives by that mantra. Like, we have to protect our essence. Yeah, what a bunch of followers. <laughs> they live Did they call their parents? Yeah, or maybe they like went to the mall on their lunch break or something. Because I thought that too. I was like, isn't this the same day? How are they all, how do they all have this, this pink, you know, long sleeve attire in their lockers? Yeah, they, like the school basically just becomes like a cult to Ariel. It's like, what? They raided the theater department. Like, they did. Megan's just like, what's happening? What's going on? She's not cool. And her friend's like, no, she's like super cool. And then this is where Megan's like, no, she's like an, some kind of like alien. And her friend goes from, like, from Planet Rad, and she goes, no, from Planet Weird, and I just wrote, she said the thing. She said it. She said the name. Leonardo DiCaprio. She <laughs> said it. She said it. So, like, Megan's, like, the only one who doesn't understand why she's, like, being popular. And then we go to math class again, and Ariel just knows math. She's like, well, if the pool is, like, this much by this much, then I guess the volume is this much. And I'm like, what? This girl spoke too much when the answer was right there. She could have just said it. She should have, she should have just said four. I don't understand how she knows math and, like, how... How do they even speak English? Do, like, we think they just speak all languages somehow? Like, and then when they come to Earth? I don't know. They would have to be for, to be able to build anything with probably just their minds. Like, yeah. How do they build all those buildings? Or, like, later when Fanul comes in, like, he has an accent. It's like, why does he have an accent, but, like, the others don't? Oh, yeah. They're working on it. Maybe it's, like... Australian. Maybe it's, like, one of those things where, like... To give credit to Michael Bay, one of those things... <laughs> One of those things, because in the Transformers movie, they explain that. It's like they learn by, like, listening to things. So, like, maybe she watched Romeo what and Juliet. What was he watching? H2O? Just <laughs> that water? <laughs> I think the actor was just Australian, and they said, just keep your accent, whatever. They said, this one tried it. Yeah. Yeah. Or disguise it. Yeah. And they're, like, I guess in music class, and Ariel's just singing the Nash, I guess the national anthem of her home planet. But everyone's loving it. Everyone's like, oh my God, you should, like, drop the single. I hate, I hate, what's her name? Katie? What's her name? Which one? Who? The girl. Megan? Megan. What the fuck? Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Markle? Megan. Megan is just that, she's just a hater. She's just a hater. Everyone's loving her, and she's just over here, like, <laughs> Isn't this stupid? The people she's next to her wrong. are like, Shh. She's not. Oh my God. Hold she's on. She's not wrong. She's Personal like, this is thing. lame. It is. <laughs> like, 
Mm-hmm. Hold on. Kate, do you remember when I was like that to that one guy in high school and everyone thought I was literally insane for hating him, but in the end I was justified? What is this Is this drama? movie Who your knows? life story? It might be. <laughs> Wait, tell I, me. I just take off my face and I am Courtney Draper. Question. Is Courtney Draper the babysitter in Monster House? Okay. No, because I think I looked up who that was once. I'll look it up for you right now, Juan. Just for you. Yes, that's a music class. And then at one point, Ariel's just in the bathroom talking to a bubble, pretending it's for, for Newell. For Newell. She's like, oh, my beloved. Yeah, she's like, my beloved, I missed you so much. And Megan literally comes in with a teacher, and she's like, look, she's like crazy. And the teacher's like, oh, she's such a poet. And Megan's just like, Megan's getting Twilight Zoned right now. Like, the world around her is, like, weird and messed up, and no one else is acknowledging it. Also, but why was she tattling on her, on a teacher? What was the teacher going to do? Go, you're right. Okay, I'm going to go back to my class now. I don't know. She was doing anything she could. I think really Ariel trying. brainwashed everyone into liking her. And I'll say that. It's the gas she admits. They're all inhaling it. That energy. Her essence. Her bubble. Also, smoke. Ariel gets invited to sit at the popular girl table, and because um, she told everyone that she's going to be Megan's stepsister, she gets to sit at the popular girl table. You know, that thing she's always wanted. Is this really a popular girl table, or just where all the girls sit, and then they just hate her because she lied? She's a liar. She's a liar, Lola. You're like, a liar, Lola. And I think she's holding back her friend. I think Megan, or what's her friend's name? What's Megan's friend's name? Isn't Michelle like... or Mikey? Mikey. The girl. I don't know why. Anyway. No, that, that's the same person, Well, She calls oh, okay. her Mikey. Okay, I think Mikey needs to ditch Megan. She kind of does, because we never see her again in this movie. She's not even at the wedding in the end. Well, I remember us talking about one, how, like, this is one of the only friends in a decom, like, that I can recall, where, like, the friend is, like, calling out their friend on the bullshit. Mm-hmm. She's straight up like, you're pathetic, and I'm going to go hang out with Ariel now. I love that. I know. Love her. It's beautiful. So, and then the mom basically tells Megan, you're going to teach Ariel how to windsurf. And she's like, but she doesn't like, she fears the wind. She's like, well, she's just going to have to get over that. She's basically just going to throw this child into the ocean and be like, all right, swim. Good for and that's her. that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. I'm like, go for it. That's how people that's how learn. That's the Mexican way of learning how to swim. Honestly, that he's not even wrong. Push that baby in. See if it sinks or swims. You're going to learn. That's truly it. You're going to learn. And basically, so she goes out windsurfing, and then um, Ariel does the same thing her dad did to her uh, Megan's mom. She's going to go in and save her because of the wind. But then she ends up talking to Cutter on the shore, and Megan sees this, and Megan's all like, she just got the Kill Bill sirens going off in her mind. Mm-hmm. Like, no. <laughs> Does it cut her actually straight up right there and then ask Ariel to be his girlfriend? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to... Yeah. It's supposed to be like Megan's dream she had earlier. Oh my god, it is. But it's her nightmare. <laughs> yes. 
but like Ariel's all like, no, I don't like you. You're a grotesque human. Yeah, you're ugly. You smell like like chips. <laughs> it's that Doctor Phil meme. You're vapid. You're shallow. Oh, give me one hundred dollars, or I was like, or I'll kill you, or something. I don't know. But then that's when Megan and Ariel both realize that they don't want their parents to get married, so they form an alliance. They form an alliance. They're like, let's make sure our parents don't get married. They're pulling a. They're pull- Love what's it. That? They're pulling a what's yours, it? mine, and ours. Yep. Truly. Yep. They're pulling the reverse parent trap. The Uno reverse card. They team up. So they decide their plan is that they're going to pretend that they are now, like, best friends. So they take pictures together. They sing a little song together. They, like, do all this. And it's like, wait, huh? Megan's... We're best friends now. I love that Megan's just taking all these pics on her Polaroid camera. But, like, we still have Ariel over there just standing straight forward. And she's just over here, like... (laughs) It's great. Because Ariel doesn't know what acting is. I liked the song they sang. I wrote down the lyrics, solid or gas, liquid or stone. Those really spoke to me. <laughs> Is that T-Swift? She was the T-Swift of her, of her time. That's uh, Fearless Ariel's version. So they basically tell the mom that I guess Cosmo only likes her for her body. He doesn't like her for her mind. So they have this whole night where she, like, makes fancy dinner. She plays, like, classic music, and then she starts reciting poetry. And she's, like, from, like, a chapter book, apparently, because she's like, okay, now for chapter 15. And it's like, what? I would hate that. Cosmo doesn't care about that. He's just like, I want to watch TV. And she's like, but don't you, do you only like me for my body, or do you like me for my mind? And it's like... I've never seen uh, your mind. Like, <laughs> yeah. Also, when he turns on the TV, it's the Timon and Pumbaa TV show. It's like, oh, synergy. Mm-hmm. Some tune Disney. So then that happens. And then the next plan they get is that they tell, Ariel tells Cosmo that Megan's mom wants to know that he can be a man. And because this... like, yeah, he, she liked your childlike personality, but can you be a man? This man pulls be a mature. full ass, what's the, he pulls a John Wayne this is, yeah, How to Be Mask with Cosmo Cola. He's a cowboy. Too much. He said, yeehaw. He's cowboy attire. Yeehaw, cowboy get me a steak. Cowboy attire a pizza parlor. <laughs> this is a pizza parlor. Sir, this is a Wendy's. Give me get the me meatiest th- pizza. The manliest pizza you have. Give me that Mr. Meaty pizza. <gasps> oh my god. This is too damn much. It's too much. And Megan and Ariel are just standing like five feet away watching it happen. They're like, yes, our plan's working. What idiots? What fucking like, don't party stand clowns? in sight. But then it comes out that the daughters basically told them to do this. And they're like, what? Like, girls? I don't understand why doing? they didn't just give up right then and there. They kept trying. They did. And they try again because they're at school the next day. And they decide to now they try to pull the parent trap because Megan calls her dad. So that her, him and her mom can get back together. And who does Ariel call? Serena Sue, their spiritual guide neighbor. This horny woman. Serena Sue. Serena Sue just wants dick. That's all she wants. She just wants something. I don't think anyone disagrees with that. Serena Sue wants to not just feel your aura, but feel everything else. <laughs> Stop. How do, how do we feel about the Serena Sue character? Because, like, is she, is she white and she's 
being all like you were like no this like, is every white woman own. i've ever like encountered that like would no, act yeah. like this like she, anyone into crystals is serena sue she's very <laughs> in, she's into like reincarnation she's like oh you were a, a house cat in one life and then you were a this a is snake. white not yeah. even not not even like indigenous people are like like yeah, like this tracks, spiritual this, this yeah this is all white i remember one time i actually was I was on vacation with my family somewhere and I we passed by like a crystal store and I went in and it was just all run by white people and I'm like, oh. Done. So you know what? You're right. <laughs> he said, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> it's a Dios mio. And I it's every woman at a Trader Joe's. Oh my God. Yes. But yeah. Yeah, they pulled the parent trap because they called dad. Dad shows up. We still don't know what he does for a job. But I guess he also has some kind of custody over the kids because they're going to his for the weekend. I don't know. But the dad's like, come on, I got to like do work. It's whatever. And then they fake that Trevor's sick because Trevor's not on the plan now because Megan gave him like a packet that's like Cosmo Cola's plan to destroy the earth. Kill, kill the kid. Kill tre- step one, kill Trevor. How traumatizing for him. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> so he pretends to be sick so dad will stay. And then Serena Sue shows up and she's like, oh, you were like a cat. You died in the revolution. You're a cat who died in the Revolutionary War. And he said no. I like how even Cosmo's like, no, I know you're not actually psychic because you're saying random shit. Because Serena pulls that mad move of like, all you want, all you need is some attention. And then he goes, you're right. They're both just horny. They're being horny on Maine. <laughs> Megan's dad's like, I haven't like stopped working in seven uh, yeah, years. Yeah, I've been on this phone for 14 years. It's basically stuck to me. Also, they make a Goodwill Hunting reference in this movie. Oh, yeah. But I've never say, seen that movie, so I don't know what the fuck yeah, is going they call, on. They call Ariel a, like a full-on Goodwill Hunting, which I've also never seen, so I don't know what that means. Sarah, enlighten us. I watched uh, like maybe 15 minutes and I fell asleep. <laughs> and I woke up at the end credits. <laughs> Great. So, couldn't tell you. Beautiful. So, no one here knows. Great. Also, I forgot to mention this, but when they were planning this at school, the popular girls passed by and they're all wearing like seven pink layers and their shirts all say stuff that Ariel had said. Like, grotesque. Essence. Essence by Ariel. I'll say this. Ariel doesn't even dress bad. Like, she just dresses like in layers, right? That's her thing. Her, her but... rainbow leggings? An ally. Iconic. Let's talk about but that. Why does everyone at the school go bananas and like just takes the fashion too much? We have that boy that's literally in like a bathrobe later on that just walks down. And there's the boy who recreates her whole like flip over the bike rack and it's like, what? They've never seen a manic pixie dream girl before. Ariel was the blueprint. Yeah, they were she just like They were just bored, I think. They needed some excitement at that school. Yeah. But no, you're right. Um, Serena Sue and the dad end up getting like being into each other, and obviously Cosmo and the mom still are. So Ariel and Megan are just like, this isn't good. But all of a sudden, there's just they decide how are we gonna make the night better, and then Megan just spills food on everyone because Ariel put all the food into like a food processor and made green mush. 
Yamo. She she makes a good point though. She's like, it all goes to the same spot, doesn't it? That's me when I put my corn in my mashed potatoes. I'm like, do not judge me for this. I will. Yeah, yeah. But you shouldn't mix certain sudden, foods though. You shouldn't mix certain foods before you eat it. No. And then all of a sudden, there's just like spray bottles of seltzer water on the table, and the adults all just start spraying each other with it. Everyone has like, seltzer. These four grown adults just start having a seltzer fight, and it's like, what? I, I should get for that. Those look fun. Those it's sprayers. For, it's for the comedy just spray bit. right in your mouth. Just, I know. Do like, you hold on, that I'm thirsty. Episode of Even Stevens where the weatherman had those. No, we can move no. on. No, I feel like I do, but I don't. It's been a hot second since I've seen Even Stevens. Like I have Disney Plus, I could watch it any time, but I haven't. I think that's what we all said when we got Disney Plus, and look at us now. No one watches anything. Look, literally, the first thing I watched on Disney Plus was the Muppet movie. I'm like, finally, Kermit. A frog. The the adults all having a seltzer fight, and all of a sudden, Ariel's just like, "Oh no, I'm like coming apart." She's like, got some. Um, wave effect going on her. She just runs into that bathroom. Megan runs after her, and we see she has she no sees body. The bubble in, she's the bubble in the sink, and she's all like, "She does has the home alone no face. body." No body. But like, imagine how traumatizing that would be if you saw that in real life. I'd be like, "Okay, work." But like, as the movie progresses, she's just kind of like accepts. Like, I know we're not supposed to see that, but she accepts that she like. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like, I mean, let's be real. If there was an alien and it walked into this house right now, I'd be like, okay. What's, and what's gonna, what's this gonna be? And what's gonna you happen here? You 100% would not. And I wouldn't. And you're you right. Because you're the brave, other day. But you're not. You thought that alien in signs was scary. So stop. You don't know that. You didn't see that with me. No, Maybe but I did. we Maybe talked I about that. The scene where the the alien comes on the TV. Yeah, this, you thought this. that was scary. <laughs> I did, I did. You're scared of aliens. This isn't our podcast. We don't have to talk about this one. <laughs> like, we're just letting you guys do this. Like, all right, go. Oh, drop my pencil. Oh, no. Oh, God. Everything's falling apart. No. <laughs> it is Truly, true. She's falling it apart. is true that, like, anyway. yeah, you would think that Megan would, like, pack up and leave or something but i don't know maybe i don't know maybe she thought like ariel could hurt me performance art oh or performance art (laughs) it's ariel's performance art wait so Um, is her clothes part of her because when she comes out she does yeah she's like all of her clothes are wet so Yes, she does. Okay, so like, she turned her clothes off, but I'm attached to her beard, but maybe she turned it off, they always... She's doing her laundry. It was probably just Disney Channel being like, we can't show her bare shoulders in this movie. (laughs) 
no shoulders on our channel. Not in our Christian Minecraft server. Yeah. But yeah, she comes running out screaming like, she has no body, she's a freak, she's an alien. And Ariel just walks back out, like back human form, just drenched in water. And what, is, what do we smash cut to? We smash cut to Megan in the shrink's office. Her mom's like, you're crazy. We're going. We're going to therapy. And that was good on them. Yeah, and, like, the mom straight up earlier said, listen, if you don't end up liking uh, Cosmo, I won't marry him. Cut to this, she goes, okay, we're getting married. I don't care that you don't like him. This is she's like, me. I know you don't have a real reason not to like him. Yeah. She's like, you're just being silly. So I'm and still going to marry him. For me. We're getting married right now. Right now in this office. No, it's kidding. And Megan's just like, great. And then this is also like the final straw for Ariel because all movies she's being told don't contact your boyfriend because he'll come with his dad and they'll like free they'll freeze us for all eternity. How what does she do? She says, "Hey, come pick me up. The kids are drinking." How does she? Where is her How does mind? She have his email. No, but like, where is her mind? Like, your your father is a freedom fighter. There's a dictator on the planet. You're 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 wanting to bubble bang his son, but like you know that this. You know, you know that this isn't right. Like where the wires She's can't cross. She's too horny, Juan. You've been there. Others have been there. Have I been there? When though? you text your ex at three a.m. I gotta leave the call. <laughs> I think this is disrespectful. <laughs> but no, she's just like, "Frenul, come save me, please," and she sends it. And it's the day of the wedding. We are. It's happening. The wedding is happening. How? F also, the dad's there with Serena Sue because I guess they're now a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, was Cutter invited? No, he just showed up for the snack bar. He just he just showed up. He saw chips and was like, "I'm here." Well, because I thought maybe he shows up to this wedding. I thought maybe he was invited because like, like the mom maybe. maybe gave him like windsurfing lessons or something. I know if he shows to... up wearing like a Hawaiian shirt and some shorts. But only him, not his parents. Only him. We never know. We don't know Cutter's family. We life. don't even know if he has any parents. <laughs> he could just be living on the street. He had to come back. You needed, yeah, you needed four people with a, what are those called? Blood the guns. Dryers. The guns. Yeah, the guns. The air guns. <laughs> they just guns. pull out actual. But you and know the what? blondes with the blondes and the brunettes with the brunettes. No and what is that? <laughs> and what is that? That's on fucking eugenics. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh! If these, if if Cosmo and the mom have a child, what would that child be? Is he like half bubble? It's Bubble Buddy. It's Bubble Buddy. <gasps> yeah. The child Whoa. becomes Bubble Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> she remembers Thank you. Bubble Buddy. But yeah, that's the wedding. But who shows up? Because Ariel's just up in her room being like, I don't want to do this. Oh, it's it's him. It's Frenul. He shows up. I'm sure I'm saying that name wrong. I'm sorry. Frenul. He's like, He's hi, Ariel. I'm here. Me? Yeah. He's like, Frenul's not listening. Frenul, not you. They're, oh. they're not broadcasting. <laughs> we, didn't, 
We don't broadcast to that planet. I always assume. I mean, yeah. you weren't, he's clearly. The, but he's here, and he's like, Ariel, I'm here. Also, hi, my dad's here, and he's coming to imprison you. And the dad shows up, and he's just like, uh, he looks like what I picture every mob boss looks like. Mm-hmm. He's... I don't have to look it up. I just know he was probably on The Sopranos. This man point. looks like a toad. <laughs> okay. he's, the to- he's the bad guy from Can of Worms. Oh, yeah. The toad. So, was that a Kate, You're still like. Pretty sure Kate's still traumatized from Can of Worms. <laughs> That's another one. That's another one of those that was like so, like alien and weird, that Disney like would not do today. No, it makes me wonder what the Zombies Three aliens are gonna look like. No, there was definitely drugs on set. Someone took a little bit of acid and said, I'm going to make a movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I support it. So yeah, the bad guys are here with like 15 minutes left of the movie. So um, the dad tells uh, the son, hey, uh, keep an eye on everyone in this room. Also, Serena Sue walks in. She's like, oh, hi, I'm... Serena Sue, and she just gets blasted. They she's, turn her into gone. motherboard. <laughs> I was gonna say they turn her into PS3 graphic, PS2 graphics. No, give the PS2 some more credit. That was PS1 graphics right there. PS1. That's PS0 graphics. I got a PlayStation One when I was PlayStation maybe like, One was ninety something. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. This is PlayStation 1 graphics. It's mm. She's just like that. And the dog just starts licking her. And for a second, I thought like the dog was going to like break her leg off or something. She's just going to come back without with like, without a leg or something. Oh, well. I love that. So, yeah. The, the dad's just searching for Cosmo. There you go. Oh, shit. Okay, work. Yeah. So, yeah, the Emperor's looking for Cosmo. And he's just like walking around all like looking around doesn't really pay attention if this man talking to cutter oh my god he walks into cutter and then he says "Hmm, okay bye if this man if any man at this point looks at me in my face and just goes he's getting hit (laughs) he's like where is cosmo Kavala?" and it's like what are you doing here yeah i think does he send cutter up to the room too just because he did like he was yeah. annoyed by him because Cutter was talking about chips to him or something yeah he's like man you like chips that's his opener for everyone you like chips these last 15 minutes I will have to say I kind of just blanked out and said I just want it to be done the last so half the hour now. of the movie is so bizarre <laughs> it's, it's so much so then Cutter ends up in the room with the girls and Frenuel and Let's talk about this. This is a female-led movie. Our two leads are girls, but who gets like the emo- like the final monologue that gets the villain to turn on to their side? It's the love interest. And it's kind of eighteen different potato chips. Yeah, he's just like, mm, I guess I get it now. Yeah, we need to defeat my dad. Like, I guess I want potato chips. 
just boys being boys, dudes being dudes. He was just like, okay, wait, if we do this, I get to be with this brunette girl? Okay. Oh, yeah. He, like, immediately stops liking Ariel the minute he sees her, and he's like, oh, but this girl, this girl, this brunette girl. He literally just stares at her, says nothing. He just, like, breathes, like that guy from Hey Arnold. Just breathes at her. And she's like, who is this? Ew! <laughs> I know the guy. I know oh, the yeah, guy. that guy! Yeah, after Helga man. gives one of her, like, long monologues about wanting Arnold. <laughs> and then, so, yeah, Fernul's it's like, okay, let's go let's go kill my dad, basically. And the dad finds Cosmo, who's playing with uh, Trevor. And the Cosmo at least does the thing where he sends Trevor off under, like, a false pretense because he doesn't want him getting hurt. And then the Emperor just pulls out his little ice, ice ray, his Mr. Freeze gun. And he's like, all right, you're getting frozen and we're going back. But then everyone shows up with hair dryers because, you know, they can expand him. Also, if you look, you can notice you notice the hair dryers aren't plugged in. No, they are. <laughs> are they? Yeah, there's a big ass extension cord behind them with like a with like a multi plug outlet. Oh my god, they got the multi plug. I thought they weren't. Mm-mm. Like I thought it was really like the little extension cord, but then like none of them were plugged in. There's an aerial shot where you can see all of them like plugged into the one extension. They got the first drone just for this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just start blasting the Emperor, and he turns into a bubble, and he looks like, um... You guys have seen Sharkfire and Lava Girl, right? He looks like George Lopez mm-hmm. in that movie. Mr. Electricidad. Mr. Electricidad. Have you guys seen the quote-unquote sequel to Sharkboy and Lava Girl again? Hell no. No, not yet. I watched it when it came out, and I was kind of disappointed in it. Not for us. Because they, re- they only use Sharkboy and Lava Girl for clout. They're, like, barely in the movie. It's like their children a bunch of new characters' children, and it's like, and it's not what? it's not even Taylor Lautner. No, it's some other guy because Taylor, I guess, just didn't return their calls. But anyway, yeah, they do that. They turn this man to a bubble, but he's like, "You can't defeat me with just hair dryers." And then Trevor, who I guess overheard the whole conversation, comes out with the leaf blower, and they just love that for him. And I guess. Does, does the Emperor die? I think he dies. Pop the bubble. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Fernul's just like, yay, we killed my dad. It's like, that means death. You killed him. Maybe their life cycle isn't people. like ours. Maybe their life cycle isn't like ours. It's like cyclical. Oh yeah, because they say the moms like join the great gas in the atmosphere, so maybe she just like reforms later. Maybe they do have reincarnation. <gasps> maybe that's why. Maybe that's why Cosmo was like, "I'm pretty sure I wasn't in your civil war, Mary." <laughs> like, I know what I was last time. I was still a bubble. But yeah, they save Cosmo. I guess they also unfree Serena too because. She's back at the audience with the dad, and Cosmo and the mom get married. Also, did you notice when Cosmo comes up to the altar, they're playing an instrumental of O Canada? Even though he says he's from the Yukon? That's Canada. It's just, it's it's the Canadian version of the Outback where no one can live there because the weather's too harsh. Oh, 
What the hell is an enhanced license? Yeah, so in some border states, like Maine, um, they don't have this place. I saw that when I visited in South Carolina, they have that. They have this thing, right? You guys can play out this for your license. You get a license that has a little, um, like, You get a, oh, hey, you got your driver's license last week. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's an enhanced license. Like, play on your driver's license. It's a little bit bigger. It's weird. I mean, I'm so sad because I'm like, I have a passport. I mean, that's so sad. I'm like, I have a Oh. <laughs> Scan the system. That seems so, like, helpful. I think that should be a thing for everybody. What the hell? Definitely not Arizona. Interesting. Okay, Michigan. Yeah. Anyway, um, they get married, but as the ceremony's going off, the Megan's dad's phone goes off again. He just answers it right in the middle of a wedding. And Megan's like, I guess some things don't change. <laughs> he literally says, and then we get, oh, don't worry. You can call me anytime. Like, it's fine. <laughs> Everyone's just like looking at him like, sir. And then we get the reception where Megan's now dancing with Renewal and Ariel's dancing with Cutter. So they did a wipe. They pulled the wife swap. And doesn't Ariel work for the Cutter? Even though she like didn't care about him at all, she's like, "You're just a bag of skin." Yeah, she's like low key. He's kind of ugly, but like okay. And Fernol's just like, "Well, now I got to go back and rule my planet." But after I've done some changes, I'll come back. And I'm like, and I'm like, "How's that relationship working now?" Do they do they stay together? Are they still together now? Twenty one years later. Make the sequel, Disney. Make the sequel twenty one years later. Yes. I would watch. No, you would not. I absolutely would watch. How dare you? And then don't we just end on like the freeze frame of Yep, now I have a stepsister from outer space. So Oh, I get more numbers. Yeah, we do have a 10. We also give our final thoughts in our ratings, so if you want to give your final thoughts now, too, go ahead. <laughs> do you want to um, go first or me? Seeing as how I have 10 numbers to work with, I'm going to go with a 2. Why? I don't, I don't know. It's not... I didn't watch this growing up, so I don't have, like, nostalgia for it, but also... No, just no. <laughs> there were choices that were made, mostly by Cutter and his acting. There was there were threads that I didn't believe. Um, did I find the dad fairly attractive? Yes, I did. Thank you, Cosmo, for existing. But he could he he. I only liked Cosmo. I only liked Cosmo. Everyone else, I kind of found a reason to not like. So 
so mine's just a two. It was all right. It's all right. It's an all right movie. Just me personally, I don't want to watch it ever again. <laughs> That's Damn. fair. All right, Sarah. Um, normally my, my like middle of the road score would be like a three out of five. So like, I guess I'll do like a five. You can literally do five. But three is more than half of five. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll say, we'll say. Yeah, we can bring decimals in this. We'll just say a solid six. Um, Brave. I think, I like that this movie is definitely like, like you watch it and you're like, okay, this is definitely a 2000s movie. It's quirky. It's got aliens. You know, um, like, they wouldn't make this today, so I have that, like, kind of nostalgia for it. Is it great? No. But um, there are things I, I do enjoy about it, probably just because I did grow up watching it a lot. Um, but all I'll say is my favorite thing in the entire movie is when Cutter says that he rollerbladed down a mountain and it cuts to him falling down the mountain. That's the funniest thing in the movie. Um, and I love Courtney Draper, and that's it. Okay, great. All right, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I feel like everything I want to say has been said. It was like, it was all right for 2000, but now looking back, it's like the CGI, yeah, that's weird. Some of the writing is a little bit weird. The entire character of Cutter, I'm just like, why are you here? What are you here for? Like, Fernul had more of a plot relevancy than he did, and Fernul only was there for like 10 minutes. But overall, like, I didn't completely hate it but i also didn't completely love it i think i'll give this a solid six mm-hmm. yes we do well, why I am i fucking now? hated it <laughs> <laughs> chanting my score zero no. no it's just it's not for me it's not for me no but now we have reached the end of the podcast. So this is where we like to plug all of our socials and everything. So security. Our... I was going to say, we can do that after this. <laughs> Sorry. I'm switching it up. I'm switching the script, Kate. I love that for you though. 
knowledge is power. Yeah, you're more educated than, than us, so it's fine. <laughs> okay, um, so we're going to, this is where we plug our socials. So let's let our guests go first. Juan, Sarah, where can listeners find you on the internet if you want that them to find you? Well, Juan, you go first because your Twitter gets deleted all the time because <laughs> you bully people. I don't bully people. I bully people that need to be bullied. Okay, it's justified. Um, people can follow us together on our podcast account anywhere at Planet Weird Pod on both Instagram and uh, on Instagram and Twitter, um, and then we're obviously on like everything else, so you can listen to us there. Um, but individually, you can follow me at zero underscore Juan underscore two on Twitter. Um, I might go private soon. Who knows? <laughs> you can find him bullying Tommy Lauren there. Yeah, it'll only be Tommy Lauren that I bully, um, and maybe maybe Doug Ducey. Um, that's our governor. It, yeah, that's our shitty ass governor. But also, you can follow me on Instagram at Synthetic Juan, um, where I post all my art stuff. So support me. Yeah, he's okay. I guess he, he's an artist. I guess whatever. Um, yeah, like Juan said, at Planet Weird Pod. Uh, my Twitter is at Real McCoy Tweets, but it's real as in like movie real or like a fishing real. If you want to say that, either either or. or, and then my Instagram is at real Sarah McCoy, again like a like a fishing reel. Um, and other than that, uh, listen to Ali and AJ's album on Friday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's our other plug. Oh, but also uh, this summer we'll be bringing season two of our secondary podcast. Your all your friends are queer, so you can find us under that podcast name as well. Uh, so, because we have new episodes coming, I think, I don't know. We are. We're doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we do. It's like the decom podcast, but gayer, so, if you want. Yeah. Yes, if you want that. Yeah, I listened to some of your episodes from last year, and it was really good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. All right, Kate, where can our listeners find you on social media? Uh, listeners can find me on Twitter at JakeBlue98. You can find me on Instagram at JakeBlueArt. I keep saying I'm going to finally post my art school finals for the semester, and I promise I will this week, and I just haven't gotten that far yet. And then you can follow the podcast on Twitter at TSOSN Podcast. We had to go for the abbreviation because any other handle. Yes, right there. Because any other. Oh, thank you, Sarah. Because, like, all my other handle ideas were too long, apparently, so I had to abbreviate. And then you can also find us on Instagram at somethingnewpod. And then, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, you can leave us a rating and review. And if you do that, we'll read your review live on the show. Do it. Also, do it. Cowards. Leave, do it. leave, leave them a review. review. <laughs> Make me read things. 
And then finally, we are also hosted on Anchor. You know, it's also where Juan and Sarah are. You can find them there. It's a podcast app where you can make and listen to podcasts. And if you're on Anchor, you can also leave us a voice message. And if you do that, we'll play it on the show if you want us to. If you don't, that's fine. But all right. Wait, I'll, I'll leave here. a message. Oh my gosh, thank you. I'm leaving a message now, right now. Great. All right. Now, Kate. With our guests still in the room, do you want to know what we're going to talk about next episode? For everyone listening, me and Kate will be back next episode to discuss the Disney Channel original movie, Ready to Run. Oh my god, what a flick. Remember that one? There you go, Kate. No? Which one's that one? I was going to say one. I'll give you $10 if you can tell me what the plot of that is. Shit, I want these $10. Ready to Run. Is it about a dog? Okay, then I lost $10. No, I think I'm keeping it a secret because I want Kate to experience this. <gasps> Good luck, Secrets, Kate. I'm keeping secrets. Yeah, but have fun right. with that one, Kate. Um, yeah. All right. I just... I'll look it up right now. I'll look it up right now. <laughs> Great. But all right. Um, now that's the end of the podcast. Once again, we just want to thank Juan and Sarah so much for making time to be here and discuss this movie with us. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. Round of applause. God I, bless us, everyone. I looked yeah. up Ready to Run, and it's just a lyric. It's just it's it's music. So I don't. I can't. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Beautiful. Well, all right, everyone. <gasps> this is the end of the show. So we will see you guys next week to dis- not next week, next episode. We don't do this weekly, unlike you guys. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next episode for Ready to Run. Everyone say goodbye. 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 Goodbye.